once P's been in the coffee yeah. cup, I think like a P's been in the coffee thing. cup, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, and maybe you could give it to someone else that doesn't know, and they would have a perfectly clean, perfectly good experience. It would have been great gag mugs to have around for your friends. Be like, I peed in that one when I was a kid. <laughs> Dude, I think that was one of my, like, top three most unspoken secrets of my life. Ooh, Brian, man. So this is smooth brain. This is smooth brain. Okay. Yeah, this is the this is the season finale, season one, episode twenty. Episode twenty. Dude, episode great way 20. to end it. Great way to didn't even know it. Right on a clean twenty, which is nice. The the scheduling we could have done a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm fucking happy to be here with you mm-hmm. guys. Happy to yeah. be here too. So this is like the idea. Of this like this is our kickoff, basically our send off. Like we're saying goodbye to we're saying goodbye to smooth brain, mm-hmm. and we're saying hello to. What are we saying hello to you guys? Oh, the change community. The change community. The change community? Uh-huh. Change community. Dude, you ready to get changed? Dude, you ready to get changed? <laughs> what's the change community? Okay. Are you a part of the change community? Dude, I am, but I don't know what it is yet. Let's hear Dude, it. I love that. That's a good answer. You don't need to know what it is. If you, if you know you're part of it. <laughs> it's fundamentally undescribable. That's great branding. <laughs> great branding. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like the change community is constant working theories of what it means. It's like uh, it's like your theory of love or like the theory of like something else that's sort of indescribable. It's like you just get little pet working theories for a while. But I like the idea of exploring the unknowable. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good descriptor of of like what an, what the intro into change community is. And there's a lot more, it's, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just out here exploring. Exploring ourselves, mm-hmm. exploring the unknowable. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Getting to know ourselves, getting to know things that we didn't know we could get to know. Dude, we're cutting through the forest to find a new forest, and that new forest is lush and it's kind of suckle. Suckle. It's mm-hmm. suckle, bro. And yummy. It's not supple, but it's suckle. <laughs> no, dude, right. it is not supple because it's a little harsh, but it's <laughs> suckle, you know? There's, there's some tough truths when you explore yourself sometimes. Yeah. That's yeah. not funny. Well, and um, usually <laughs> once you get there, too, I feel like once you get into that new kind of supple area, it's like no going back. Yeah. Did you say supple or suckle? <laughs> oh, well, I said supple. <laughs> I said you said suckle. suckle. <laughs> dude, call me a honeysuckle. Okay. Okay, honeysuckle. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, um, we're going to work this rebrand. We're going to get back after it. Season two with the full rebrand, full new thing. Because, like, Smooth Brain very much became Change Community in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. We Like we were saying on our Instagram bio, we were discovering, we're discussing the underpinnings of reality. And mm-hmm. I feel like that has a lot to do with the Change Community. And the Ouroboros is brought up almost every episode. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a impo- really, incorporate, really important thing to incorporate into our brand. Dude, I would go so far as to say I put wrinkles on my brain. Yeah. We're not smooth anymore. Mm-mm. No. I mean, we're definitely still an aspect of it smooth. I feel like the when we zoom out far enough, like it's pretty smooth, you know? Dude, and I love the idea that smooth means unrutted. Like we're not stuck uh-huh. in a way of thinking. We're willing to explore different options. Yeah. Um, but I just feel less dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, well, definitely, it's yeah. definitely less about like um, how good my poop was about five minutes ago. Yeah. Less know? of a Less of a meme. More like might be hard to understand, but like I'm trying to get to some truth. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you don't, if you don't get it, throw it on while you do the dishes, you know, mm-hmm. and just let it run. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get something after yeah. maybe. <laughs> In one ear, out the other might be the best way to, to consume some of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to loop it three or four times, feel free. You know, uh-huh. we're not judging. 
Yeah. Nice. If you have to comment and ask about every part, we'll, you know. We'll answer. Definitely we'll, answer. We'll answer in the most vague way possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll send you a little circle emoji. Yeah. And you'll be like, okay, this is a solid unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, have a nice day. But I think the bulk of it, it's like there's a rebrand, but I don't think the things that we're going to talk about will change much. That's kind of the point of the rebrand is that we've already been doing it. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we've already been introducing people to what change community is. Yeah. Just unknowingly. Yeah, definitely. A couple things I do really want to use this pivot for towards is like I want to get people on the show and I want to ask, I want to get some people on and ask them about like star signs. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask like these like very devoted people about like, what is this about it? About like star signs that are so interesting to you or like sacred geometry or mm -hmm. people that um, Natasha t speaks to uh, people's like past lives and like mm. dead people. Uh, what is that called? Medium. Medium. Yeah. She's a spiritual medium. I'm like, what's mm. up with that? And I feel like there's so many different like ways of life that other people subscribe, uh, not subscribe to, but. No, they subscribe they, to it. Yeah, but like yeah. they live. They're like just yeah. live in a different way. I want to try to like get a good peek into that, you know? I'm, and I, it's just like us. We're not asking people to change. And mm -hmm. I don't want people on our show asking us to change. I just want to understand it a bit better. And maybe that will change me. Yeah, we're just trying to explore it. The past tense changed, I feel like, is in regard to being open to changing. Yes. Yeah. Because the second you open yourself up, you've already changed right there on the spot being changed is changing your perspective from being like i know everything to realizing that oh i know maybe nothing yeah and i gotta be real open to, to all possibilities what's that famous quote about smart man knows nothing i'm not smart enough to know the quote only Damn. one time shame on <laughs> shame on you <laughs> fool me can't get fooled again <laughs> uh Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, and rain <laughs> on you. But before I feel like I would consider myself part of that, I genuinely thought I was like, no, what I'm thinking is the right thing. Like, clearly everybody else is kind of just dumb. Like, it's like, there's one way, it's obvious, like, this is the way it is. And I was like, oh, uh-oh, nope, I was really wrong. Yeah, it's about looking at other people's lifestyle and being like, what encourages them to keep living that way? Because mm -hmm. there's always positives to anything anyone does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we usually look at the negatives and be like, yeah. I wouldn't live like that. But I would love to get people on here where it's like, you know, one sector of something that, you know, we're interested in exploring is like their passion. Yeah. Because I feel like we're exploring things from like a high level in as many areas as we can. Mm -hmm. But we're not like experts. We're in pretty any zoomed of out on everything we talk about. Yeah. yeah. Which is for what, what a long time. That's what made us smooth. Is we're mm -hmm. very zoomed out. And it's like, oh, that's just a very broad idea you just brought to the table. You yeah. Know? Because we're talking about our own personal experience, but like hearing from somebody that's actually been like, well, this is my personal experience, but also like here's all this research and history behind it. Yeah, like it's I've like, lived awesome. this. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the beauty in being zoomed out, you know, is that we're able to like get different little tastes on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's something I'm really excited to do. And we can kind of fit it in where it goes in the snake, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a spot in the snake. Absolutely. And it's, it, I think that's the, the fun of it is specifying a real world example of like, oh, this is a cool example of blank mm -hmm. versus being like, oh, that's a part of everything. Someone's like, I like this. Oh, that's a part of everything. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, yeah, I, that's well established. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, part of my own personal goal with this is just like for us to get to know ourselves better mm -hmm. and then hopefully 
help other people be like, oh, like maybe this thing they're bringing up is like helping me get to know myself better. Mm. But yeah, again, like change community inherently sounds pretty preachy. Not supposed to be preachy. Yeah. That's good. That was always kind of the fun of the original launch of it that we were yeah. like, oh, oh, I mean, do we want it to be a cult? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of culty, which yeah. is fun. Yeah. Yeah. But we're aware it's like a, it's, a, it hits the ears funny, but mm-hmm. so did Smooth Brain. So it's like, we're keeping some of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a huge amount of people who are already a part of the change community and they just don't know it yet. Mm. It's like, you're already in. That's a really good way of phrasing it. Is I almost feel like it's, it's gone back thousands of years mm-hmm. and in a, in just a couple of years recently, I've been in it. And you guys have been in it, and it's like cool that it's like, oh, this is an established thing that we're just joining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not the inventors of it. Yeah, like that <laughs> thought hit you. I feel like I feel like that thought didn't even like. Ooh, this is gonna. It's not gonna make a lot of sense. <laughs> I almost me. feel like you didn't even come up with that thought. I feel like that thought like hit you, and it's like, oh, this is yeah, this is like a thing that goes back thousands of years. Where it's like, no, this is there's there's a weird truth going on. Dude, I love fundamental, authentic truth. It's so good. And a lot of people will be like, I don't know if that's possible to find, but you can feel it. Like sometimes you feel it. And I bet people, I bet everyone in the world's felt it before and they don't always know that they're feeling it. Yeah. And you can never put it into words. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it. It's a fundamental, it's yeah. a feeling, not a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Key distinction. And your brain will like fill in the gap. Like the feeling just feels right. Right. You don't need to even describe it for yourself, but it's like, no, that's like, I, you know, I... I connect with that. That would be a really good, like, hot girl Instagram caption. Like, feeling is truth, dude. <laughs> but it, feeling is truth is the same as the early bird gets the worm, where it's like, it's a perfect phrase to describe a real thing mm-hmm. that is indescribable unless you experience it first. Yeah. Do people say feeling is truth? Oh, I don't know. Dude, if, if not, like, that's going to be like one of our like brand things is feeling is truth. The only thing is, I feel like a lot of times feeling isn't truth. No, dude, feeling's truth. I guess I associate truth with like always positive things. And I'm like, a lot of feelings that you have are true feelings, but they're like very misplaced. Oh, they're out of context. They're misplaced, but you feel them and they're true. Okay. Can I put out that it's not feelings are truth? It's feeling is truth. Mm, There you go. I like that. That hits my ear a little bit more understandably does that make sense yeah because you're feeling that and other people are looking at you feel that and thinking that they know what that feels like but it's like yeah you're experiencing a thought you're not experiencing what Mateo's i'm the only one experiencing the truth right now and like if you were to lick that go hit a whole different way dude taste this truth taste the truth (laughs) taste the truth so good dude that's like one of my favorite ideas that can get pushed is that like there's so many different ways of feelings are like walking to new locations. Thoughts are like looking around where you're standing. And I want people to get walking. Yeah, no, absolutely mm-hmm. get walking. That's mm-hmm. the way to go. That's part of the adventure, right? Yeah. Is to, is to walk there. It's tasting like you got to walk there to taste something, you know? You got to walk there to smell something. Right. And you can kind of sniff it on. You can sniff it in the breeze if you haven't walked all the way there. But you have to start moving in the right direction to start sniffing that change. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to start walking to feel that change. You got to start. Uh, I guess walking is a big thing for the change. You know, everything else kind of comes in after that. Yeah. Just be shifting around in, in space and time. Do Dude, your thing. Denzel Curry said it first. What he said? Just keep walking. Oh, yeah. You know who said that first, actually, though? Who? 
story. <laughs> Keep that shit swimming, True. bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I wonder if those hyper successful like directors and writers were sort of on that same thing and are writing those specifically knowing being like, this is right. Or if it just happens to be right because it is truth. I, I love the viscerality of truth of like, mm-hmm. no matter what type of mind you have, everyone, like when you fall off a bike, that is objective truth. You're mm-hmm. feeling truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how you feel about it might be different, but the feeling real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So they can tap into like, maybe they're really into motorcycles and they don't think about anything else philosophically, but they mm-hmm. just love the feeling of being on a motorcycle. If they can channel that feeling yeah. into the thing that they write, it's probably going to become... And yeah. I, f- I feel like that's why that little snippet is so good and so memorable from that from Nemo mm. is because it is truth. And whether you know it's real truth or not, it's like, yeah, something just is right about that. Like, mm-hmm. just sticks. Yeah. And I feel like with uh, with directors and with um, just the idea that feeling is truth is that maybe feeling isn't universal truth always, but feeling is always going to be personal truth mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. To the degree you're willing to die is to the degree you're willing to live. Um, and I think that's gated by truth. Like the more you're like linked into the world, the more you're living and the more you're either damaging your body or like at risk of death. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Hold on. Did you like that? <laughs> I, I, might, I might need a walk through on that thought. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's, it's over there. now. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, the more fun, let's say something is, the more dangerous it is. Okay. And there's like a, oh, there's like, is it legal or not kind of situation? And then there's also just like a physical birthday cake is bad for you. Running is bad for your knees. But they're all correlated between how much experience, like when you feel something, it's you using a little bit of your life. And how you use your life drains at different rates. Like drugs are going to drain your life real quick. Yeah, where like running is a much much slower. Like, yeah, maybe your knees will give out at seventy, but you get a lot more for the the deal. Yeah, and you'll get some cardio from that too, though. It might extend your life if your knees hold up. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. There's like, I think by trying to overprotect yourself, you're actually putting yourself at way more of a risk to not live, which is like damaging. Mm-hmm. There's a certain like liveliness you need to your life to feel okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you feel less truth when you overprotect yourself in your comfort zone. You know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I guess you could, like, live in fear and, like, extend your life more, I guess. But, like, it's just, like, you know, this. I bring this up, and I brought this up before, but when I'm playing video games, I'm out there to have a good time. I'm going to do some crazy stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. And I might kind of risk myself a teeny bit, but I'm having so much more fun than the guy that's, like, 4-0 who's, like, afraid to die, you know? Because I'm out there, like, in the enemy base just, like, dancing around, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that's like kind of a, it might seem like a loose analogy for life because like, of course you shouldn't like just drive off the freeway in life, but, uh, you should definitely be, you should be talking to that random person that you're kind of looking at and it's like, Ooh, I got to talk to that girl at the bar. You just got to do it, dude. Mm -hmm. You can't let that fear control you. You're going to have such a better night or you're going to feel so much more that night. If you do, it might be bad. It might be good, but it's definitely going to be something, dude. Dude, hundred percent. And then there's also really get in the weeds with all these concepts but i have like a wave concept where getting over a hump produces the comfort that you're seeking so like when you come up to a hump you're like oh i don't want to climb that hill i'll just stay in this valley but there's like a wave of frost kind of coming which is just an aspect of life 
Mm-hmm. And you got to keep moving forward, like keep swimming. Yeah, because the frost is like stagnation is what mm-hmm. you're right. saying. Yeah. So like if you're like, oh, I don't want to move jobs because I'm comfortable where I am. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe that's a good call. Maybe you're stagnating yourself and you're going to sit there until you're so cold that you're like, I have to go. Well, dude, there's a, there's a weird depiction of the devil that like basically matches that exact same thing. Where Ooh. like in religion, part of the depiction of the devil was not like fire in hell, but actually freezing. And, like, basically the devil would just suck more and more cold in around and just freeze more and more and more and more in, like, bad energy. Where it's, like, kind of stock talking about the same thing. Yeah. It's, like, if you go the wrong direction, you only end up attracting more and more energy, like, binds you to that spot. Yeah. It's, like, you just don't want to get there. It's, like, you always just stay out in front of it as much as you can. Like, just keep moving. Mm-hmm. So what's, like, a real-world example of keep moving? I feel like sometimes people confuse um, their stagnation with patience. And sometimes it goes the other way around. Because I feel like I'm being patient in my life at times. I'm like, hey, like I got out of college pretty recently. I'm, I've been working for now a year at the production company that I'm working at. And I'm like, part of that's patience. Part of it is you have to gain experience. Mm-hmm. But you'll feel it when you know it's time to move. And if you ignore that feeling, that's the frost. And you're going to start feeling bad when you ignore your gut feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like my big thing in terms of moving forward isn't actually, it's not the actions that you're doing. It's the way that you're perceiving your own actions. And it's sort of acceptance. Mm -hmm. It's like if you're able to accept whatever situation you're in, then that and like it keeps your mental journey moving forward, which at the end of the day, in my opinion, is ultimately the most important thing. It's okay. like, how is your, you know, how are, how are you feeling internally day to day? And even if you, even if you were like, well, maybe my patience actually is stagnation, but as long as you can be like, well, but I accept if I'm wrong, that's fine. Like I accept that I'm not always going to be able to make perfect decisions, that I'm not always going to be able to know the difference between patience and stagnation. Mm-hmm. So if I turn out to be wrong, like you're saying one day you feel it and you're like, okay, well, you know what I needed? This is, I, I was wrong. This is, I need to keep moving. Then it's like, then you do your thing. But I feel like just accepting whatever's going on is, is so, and being nice to yourself in a way. Yeah. Being like, this is just part of my journey. It's like clearly like whatever I'm doing is what I'm going to do and I'll learn my lessons from it and I'll just keep going. But yeah. if you're not accepting and then you like, then even when it is time to move forward, you're like, fuck, like, sorry to bleep that, but, <laughs> but you're like, okay, now I'm pissed because I was wrong and I should have been moving forward and I totally did waste all this time and like, ah, like I'm so behind. Like mm-hmm. you can get really caught up in the negatives of that, even if you're technically still moving forward, if you're not accepting the whole process and just being okay with it. Um, what do you mean by accepting the things in your life? Because I accept a lot of things in my life. I, I consider like... um. I accept some of like my inabilities and some mm-hmm. of the frustrations and the loops that I'm stuck in. And I recognize that and I accept it. And I'm like looking for ways out of it. Cause mm-hmm. I recognize it. Uh, what do you mean in specific though? Let's use anger as an example. Okay. Where it's like, there's a lot of people like me included. I feel like where like, I don't, I actively try to not get angry about stuff. And like when I do get angry, it's like catches me off guard I'm like, oh, I'm just like not an angry person. I know I shouldn't be angry at these situations because like it's just going to happen. Yeah. And it's like even when even when anger does slip in. What's there in the background as a dialogue is like, hey, man, you're human. At some level, you just can't control this anger. 
and you just got to be okay that you got angry and you can't feel like this is a sign that you're not doing as well as you thought you were doing or like, you know, something along there. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a really far back internal dialogue. So it's, it's, it's almost hard to describe like what level of acceptance that is, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like ultimate acceptance. It's at the highest level you can possibly be accepting. It's like accepting of the whole like human condition and predicament that you're in. No, I think anger is a really good example for that. I've definitely had that before with anger in specific where mm-hmm. I felt like I was, uh, I just like progressed a lot in my life and in my emotions. It was specifically, I went through like a big positivity kick mm-hmm. and then I don't want to say not too long after it, but a bit after that, I hit a couple times that I was like just weirdly angry and I'm like, I haven't been like angry in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like, Oh no, like I'm regressing. This isn't good. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's you're kind of denying the truth because if feelings truth, anger is a feeling, something you feel, mm-hmm. then you're denying some truth by just saying like, no, we're just gonna block that one out because that's not like a yummy emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the acceptance is just of like everything that you're doing is just part of the journey. Like mm-hmm. you just you, and and your journey is your journey. And there's no point in dwelling on what you could have done differently. It's like, well, this is my journey, and this is where I'm at now, and like this is what I've learned and how I can move forward. That's cool because you stop the double down of feelings. So if you have a feeling and you feel about that feeling the same, using the same feeling, it's not, it never Mm -hmm. ends well. So Mm -hmm. if you're angry and you get angry at yourself for being angry, now you're going to loop it. Mm -hmm. Where if you can accept that you were angry and go, okay, I I see that I'm feeling that way, but it's not going to throw off my like progression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's nice. And to me, that's who like, I'm just going to use the word you really are. It's like you're not whatever your surface emotion is. You're whatever that voice, that next layer back is that's mm-hmm. willing to look at your own life objectively and like without judgment. And if I can get graphic for a second, I feel like that's a lot like the metaphor of if I cut your leg off, are you still you? Yeah. What if I cut your hand off? And you go through it all and you're like, oh, wow, there's not a lot of these things that are essential. Like if I completely take away all your anger, are you still Mateo? In a lot of ways, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that one gets a little tricky with the, how emotions work, but... No, it definitely gets a bit tricky. But uh, no, when we were meditating from the last episode we, we recorded but didn't release, I felt like my head was like on this pillar. And my body's mm-hmm. a pillar that's not me. just kind of holding my head up. And very much my eyes and my ears and all that is is also part of that pillar. But like specifically, like I feel like if you'd messed with anything on my, on my face, though, I'd be like, ooh. I'm now I'm less of me, dude. Well, I feel like it sounds like you're kind of connecting with all the things that help you be aware and like mm-hmm. not much else. Yeah. Where it's like eyes, ears, like smell, like your face is like mostly what keeps you aware. Yeah. And like touching things in my hands is pretty big too. So mm-hmm. like if you like took my palms off, you know, that'd be a bit of a bummer. Have you seen people submerge in water for very long periods of time? It's interesting that their face and their hands get like all the way white. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Anywhere that's important, it's like weird if you leave it in water too long. <laughs> but your face gets a hold on. <laughs> so David Blaine spent like a week underwater. Okay. With like a snorkel sure. or a scuba. Very on brand. And his, his, the rest of his skin looked like not good, but uh-huh. fine. And his hands were like paper white. And his face turned like pretty gray white. Well, isn't it because like your body is pushing all the blood to all the spots that really matter? And it's like the other stuff doesn't matter. So let's just get rid of it. I don't think he was cold, though. Okay. So I think it was like a circulation thing of like, 
that's where we're porous to taking in the world. Like the more sensitive skin is like more susceptible to getting waterlogged. Mm. Like when you're in the bathtub too long, your fingers get all pruny and wrinkly. Exactly. It's like that, but insane level. Okay. Okay. Worth a photo. Uh, all I'm saying is if I scratch your face, you're going to be a lot more upset than if I scratch your arm or back. And not like a nice scratch. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. This is another motherfucker. Yeah, disabled bathroom all the way. If you catch me in a normal bathroom when I could have been in a disabled bathroom, call me wheelchair Harry. You know what I mean? Dude, you, I bet as a kid you didn't use a urinal, dude. You went in the stall and peed. So you're dude, scared, dude. Dude, come on now. You think I'm a fucking amateur. I didn't pee at school ever. <laughs> I fucking pissed my pants not going to the bathroom in preschool. That's hilarious. Trained my body just to not use the bathroom at school. Super yeah. bad for you. Don't do it. I think it's half the reason I'm weak today. Did you say you you never pooped in high school? Was that something you said? Like on campus or was that someone Never else? pooped at high school. I definitely never at, pooped at high school what? either. At fucking middle school. Uh-uh. The whole time. Yeah. I peed at SDA maybe 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane and like a lot of those were after school yeah i kind of think i might have done the same thing i think i definitely peed fairly frequently but i remember being like i'll do i will try as hard as i possibly can to avoid going into the bathroom dude i remember days where we would like walk to our cars and someone one of us was like power walking we were like, yeah. it's, i gotta go <laughs> that's fucking hilarious dude uh even comedy sports days when it was school at like school yes. like seven and then it would be practice up to like five. Bro, track and field, I would piss myself before like using the bathroom. <laughs> Just is what it is, you know? What was your aversion to the to the high school bathroom? Here's here's where it gets fun, dude. Uh-huh. I don't know what fucked me up anymore. It's too far ago. Yeah. I don't yeah. like being wet. It I don't like it. Do you don't like being wet? Yeah, and I surf like I'm in the ocean. Wet? Like, what are you? How yeah, are you getting wait, wet you in the bathroom? I, I take a bathtub. Like I, I've probably taken six thousand tubs in my life. So I like being wet, but I don't like being wet. Well, but, but, but how, how are, you are you getting, getting wet? wet in a public yeah. restroom? What's like, going what on? Doing? Washing my hands. I hate that shit. Oh. Washing your hands is like the good thing. I hate having water. <laughs> That's in my the hands. best part about the public restroom is you're lucky enough. That a lot of them at school, a lot of them had water and a lot of them mm. had soap. And I'm like, thank God we have this. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying if there's no sink and we just expected people not to wash their hands, you'd go more. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't a thing you had to wash your hands, you just slip in there. Holy oh, no. shit. So. I think I just unlocked it. <laughs> Ooh. That's crazy, dude. I found the memory. I think I just made a huge connection. I've been yeah. thinking about these things separately for people <laughs> <for> years. <laughs> Oh no, I wasn't. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, can we hear about it? No, yeah. no, oh, not okay. at all. Okay, okay, that's it was fine. an awful experience. Uh, when I was not talk about it. When I was older, I was peeing off a. Uh, oh, a now we're hearing about it. Oh, and, oh uh, I knew this memory. I was like, why wouldn't you no, tell yeah. this memory is a good memory? I was yeah, like, this th- can't be it if he's not willing to tell it. <laughs> that's not uh That's not the origin of this, but I do remember peeing off a pier and Mark Heidman running up. Grabbing me and doing like the Titanic scene while I'm peeing, and I turn because I'm startled and I piss on both of us. So that was kind of like a ooh, you know, whoops. You guys are the burnches group. <laughs> Put those two people together, uh, dude. It's just insane. Dude, that was so funny. Dude, well, because I remember you telling me about this because this is like, let's say we're out surfing or something, or like anytime you're like, oh, see, now, now you can cut it if you want. 
But any time, the time that I feel like you're pee shy or something, like in the water, where it's like kind of understandable, you have to get really comfortable in the water. Yeah. But I feel like you're like, yeah, ever since Mark jumped on my back, I've had to be way more comfortable before I can start peeing. <laughs> Dude, 100%. I have this yeah. guard in the back of my head, and I have to fully drop it before I can pee. And it's a behind me thing. Like when I surf, if I go out and turn my back to everyone else, so it like backs to nature, I'm like, cool. Uh-huh. No one's behind me. I can let it rip in front of these people. <laughs> But if they're behind me, I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm thinking of a childhood origin. Oh, then maybe I still do know it. I don't know. I peed in a cup once. Oh, that's so different than what I thought. And then did you pour it into the urinal? No, dude, I put it on the bathtub. I wanted to see how many cups I peed in a day. Dude, so Gregory. <laughs> and I don't remember what happened. I remember being like, oh, mom, don't go. Like, I'm really young, right? And I'm like, mom, oh, you don't need to go in there. And she's like, why are there no coffee cups? And I'm like, coffee cups? Because I was trying to How many did you get to in a day? Oh. Dude, I think I had like six cups. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how big are these cups? Like, like full coffee, coffee cups? cups? Yeah, like the tall ones. Wow, that's I don't hilarious. remember. That's a lot of piss. I remember being like sus and like not wanting my mom to find out, but I don't remember what happened. And I assume I got like a, hey, th- like, what are you doing? Okay. Wow. That's such like a kid thing to do, too. Like, it's kind of not surprising, but it, could, it would absolutely be traumatic if like you get, you get found out. Yeah. Cause like an adult, like a four year old or whatever, you're uh-huh. like, oh, hey, like, we just don't do that. Right. But as a yeah. kid, you could be like, I fucking fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, remind me to never use your mugs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's why my parents, because my parents were like, we'll just throw these away. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, like, just put them back. <laughs> and they were like, no, we, like, we don't want these anymore. Like, that's and the gross. funny thing is that's 100% mental because you could absolutely clean those out just fine. Yep. But like once P's been in the coffee yeah. cup, I think like a been in the coffee thing. cup, yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, and maybe you could give it to someone else who doesn't know and they would have a perfectly clean, perfectly good experience. Yeah. But <laughs> once you know P's been in there, you're never going to want to drink from there. But would have been great gag mugs to have around for your friends. Be like a peed in that one when I was a kid. <laughs> Dude, I think that was one of my like top three most unspoken secrets of my life. That's I could see it that being one. It's not a bad one. That's for ta- sure. <laughs> I don't think I talked about it since the day it happened. I didn't talk about it then. I just don't think I've ever talked but about dude, it. But dude, that's a great story because that's just like human curiosity, you know? Like yeah. it's like something that like you know is kind of wrong as a kid, I would think still, but it's like fuck it. Like I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember feeling bad about it, being like I shouldn't be doing this. Uh-huh. That's kind of why it's fun. You're like, nobody else knows this info. Like, I'm about to get the scoop. This isn't a smooth brain smoke break. Greg just decided to put on a new hat. So here you go. Driving a land cruiser through the jungle of our mind. Mm-hmm. And then if someone gets too, like, D&D with it, we're like, wizard, dude. You got too deep. You're making up fantasies now. This is not it. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with being a wizard, you know? But sometimes you become a wizard. Just like sometimes people become goblins, sometimes you become mm-hmm. a wizard. Exactly. And you just got to wear the hat. That's all. Yeah. We're just yeah. deeming you the wizard of the day. Yeah. If anything, at that point, you lean into it further. Oh, definitely got to yeah. lean into it further at that point. Because you're basically getting given a gift of being like, just yeah, go, go wizard mode, yeah. dude. <laughs> Get after it. We're giving you the authority, man. <laughs> okay, Greg, I want to hear about your prophetic dream. Bro. I feel like I hyped it up too much because it's <laughs> short. I just want to hear about it, man. Dylan and I are on the side of a large hill, Mm -hmm. and there's like a huge mall attached to it. And we're in this huge mall, all the way on one side of the mall, 
like five stories up and it's like a nice white room, but like mall like, you know, there's like mall things in the, but no product. It's just like a room. Mm-hmm. And then there's a door that leads out into the grass and a window. And I'm like, oh, this is a weird room. But I knew I was going there with you. I think mm-hmm. we had just been at a cowboy bar writing bowls with my dad. So like, that's kind of the setup. But uh-huh. so I'm walking with Dylan into this place and we see Sophia Viskotsky and like one of her friends. Uh-huh. And you run up and go like, oh, hey, Sophia, and hug them. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably hug them, too, because like I think we're all going to go somewhere after this. So I hug. I think I just hug Sophia and mm-hmm. I have this like everything pauses and I have an overwhelming flood that's like these are all the things that you're not doing the way that you would like to do them. And I was like, but like really beautifully laid out in like a, imagine like um, slipping, sliding down like a meadow mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, you're going in the right direction, but you're still like, whoa, this is kind of wild. Like I'm sliding through all these things. Yeah. And it comes to a point with, I think I need to go buy a new cologne. And I like, I verbalized this and Dylan's like, okay, man, go do that. Boom, wake up. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I was like, I need a new cologne, but I don't think that's what the prophetic dream was about. I think it was about <laughs> all the other things that was just kind of summed up by you need a new cologne. Uh-huh. And by summed up, I mean like, it's like a religious text where I'm like, Hey, this is, mm-hmm. this is how I interpret it. Read this. And someone would be like, okay, go buy cologne. I'd be like, you didn't solve the problems. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the dream. Okay. No, I, dude, I've gotten that, uh, on mushrooms before, for sure. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I feel like I'm doing things and I'm having the type of conversations and interactions that I want to have while sober and I'm just going with the flow and I have the mental space, you know? Um, I know I totally get that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, th- these are like the things I need to do in my life. And like, oh, I got to be better with my schedule. We got to make water sacks. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> See, that's like, that is, I feel like your awareness. And it's like the same thing as yours where it's like that is the like the acceptance thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm talking about mm-hmm. is like you're at a way deeper spot at that point where it's like everything is very clearly laid out in front of you. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, here's like like it's like you're an audience member and you're looking at like the set of your life. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, clearly, like, look at all these things. Yeah. Sometimes uh, when I am a bit toasty, I, I think of it as like a funny equation, you know. An equation's a bit of a cold word, but um, sets may be a bit better. But there's different aspects in the set. Like, oh, there's some lights that are good, then they're mm-hmm. gonna make a set better. There's um, a table that's mm-hmm. gonna make it better, and there's certain things that you need. And I'm not, of course, not talking materialism, materialism, but there's certain like things you have to do, and like positivity you have to bring into your life, and social ability, so sociability. Mm-hmm. If you have to talk to people, and if you want to work, for example, and get better jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. So those are all little different aspects on the set. Yeah. So like, are you aware that like that is the thing? Like that, like that, like I feel like what everything that Gregory and I have like always been like real heady about, that like mm. that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like a zoom out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I get that for the most part. I, I don't think I've ever gone like space though, like you guys have. And I feel like there's different things in space that you guys have discussed before. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess you haven't experienced it still. Like, uh, you don't know the full extent of like, oh, there's nothing more than that. Like, that's yeah. all I needed to get to. And those, I'm already there. Like, those I already things did that. have never visually assaulted me before. I'll uh-huh. say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bro, the newest episode of Big Les Show is <laughs> insane. It's like I saw it and I was like, 
This is the most teleporting dream, like, like explaining that, like, consciousness swerve. Uh-huh. Like, the confusion with the familiarity of the experience, I was like, mm-hmm. they nailed this. Uh-huh. It's good. Yeah, I honestly, a picture would do. Yeah, no. A picture, I'll do a little clip, you know, of a Sasquatch passing a joint, you know? Oh, did you see it? No, I'm, it's Big Les, I'm assuming there's a yeah, Sasquatch. Yeah, that's, that's every episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Gregor's like, oh, it is a part of this episode. <laughs> Did you see it? You're talking just about it. I, I saw the zombie season. Um, what did you feel like was prophetic about the dream then? Like, do you feel like there's like a future looking thing in that dream? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So glad you asked. It has to do with the feeling. There's a, like when I say I was sliding through that field, the mm-hmm. field, I can be in different parts of it but rarely am I capable of sensing the entire field at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the field's a metaphor. I'm not in a field. Yeah. But like, Is this off the back of you thinking the moon is like causing this dream? Yeah, dude, if it's not a new moon, if there's, if the sky's got to be empty for like the consciousness to get in my dreams mm. and give me the experience. Uh-huh. Dude, you know why? It's because like, just like the moon pulls out the tide, bro, it's pulling at your brain juices, dude. Yeah. And they can't free flow when the moon's pulling at them. Whoa. Well, this is what I'm saying with the with the star signs. That's exactly what the thing of the star signs is. <laughs> it's just the planets are also pulling on your brain juices. And they're pulling on all the little atoms when you're getting formed and like influencing like how you're developing. Whoa. And it's like, is that true? Who knows? Nobody's doing studies on that. But that would be the argument that it's like, yeah, there's like planets are in a certain alignment. And like when a one planet comes here, it's like pulling on you in a certain way that just happens to seem like it causes this. Like every time it does it. Yeah, I wish a planet would start pulling on me, dude. Planets own. Planets own. Planets Entire own. systems of steamy, lush globes and barely habitable celestial objects are drifting through the void just for you. Planets own. <laughs> Dude, but not too much friction. <laughs> no, carefully, dude. And it's gotta be like it's gotta be a night. It's gotta be like a Neptune, dude. <laughs> I want Neptune pulling on me, dude. Oh, because you want it lubed up. <laughs> Do you call it wet tune? I don't want Mars pulling on me. What you are you guys want... talking about? Definitely not like Mercury. The dusty bro. red not Uranus pulling on you. Well, you know. Oh, the only reason the middle class exists mm-hmm. is to breed hot people who have a little <laughs> bit of sauce going on because they lived like normal lives. Yeah. Think about what billionaires need. The only reason to have other people around is either full-blown slaves oh or slightly upper middle class to provide hot ladies. Dude. I don't know, dude. I think I think there's a lot um, of uh, a lot of broke girls out there looking pretty nice, dude. Okay. Anywhere from out here with the love for the broke girls, tonight, dude. <laughs> dude you- Andrew Tate would disagree, bro. Yeah, no, but we're thinking about you over here. <laughs> but it's like it gives a little sauce to him, you know. Oh, I didn't like this motion for the little sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean we'll that. Censor that. 